We've been waiting for a long time. Yes, we've been waiting for a long, long time. We've been waiting for a long time. But we ain't gonna wait no more. We're getting ready to rock and roll. We're going to one, two, three, four, one, two, three. Well, there's a reason everybody should be shaking in the house tonight. And you should grab your favorite lady and promise her you'll do it right. Tell Fat Jack to jump back and give you a shot of some booze. So you can party too. Welcome back to all the Patreon fans. We are back again, myself and Shahid, and this week's movie is from Darnell. We are about to do 48 Hours, Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte, 1982. Uh, but first, before we get to that, how are you doing good, sir? Imagine you in the club, minding your business, sipping on something, and that music came on the jukebox. You know, you take your black ass somewhere else. <laughs> You already know. I already know. It's like, oops, I'm in the wrong part of town. Must be, <laughs> must be a, must be a sundown town. Uh, yeah. So, needless to say, I had feelings about this movie even before I even wanted to watch it because just the, 1982, and this is supposed to be a buddy cop movie, and I don't feel like it's a buddy cop movie. It's considered the first one. I, I unfortunately I know, but you know with time you know I understand you know that I, it, this movie just seems hateful. I, I, I <laughs> that's all I got to say right there. Whoever wrote this movie, it was a different time. I get it, all that stuff. Jimmy, the the guy who directed Street Fighter was one of the writers of this movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Walter Hill, Walter Hill, the Warriors was one of the, the director was also one of the writers of this movie. So to Mo, whoever wrote this movie, is some some of the writers wrote movies that we have done on this show. You know, that whole Street Fighter thing. Well, yeah, yeah, that all adds up now. I don't know. Like I said, I. Ugh. It's this, 1982. This movie was a was a was a was hard to get through. But anyway, what, what's the synopsis? Oh, well, how would you ever shape the synopsis? That's your only thought. Like it was just hard to get. Through. Yeah, it was just hard. I don't. I like. I think I chuckled maybe a couple of times, and you know, it was it was Eddie Murphy that made me laugh, of course, because he was the only thing that was the comedy of the movie. But it almost oh. took. It was the, It was more of a serious tone. More than it was Nick, a comedy. Nick Nolte being all lives matter super cop they ain't have give you some chuckles. <laughs> no, it didn't. All right, you know the reason I was like that is because I just try to keep you down. That's my job. No, oh my god! You know, I really, I really didn't want to be like that. You know, calling them names like spirit chucker. Oh <laughs> Okay, okay. Here's an example for anybody who hasn't watched the movie. This is just one example. <laughs> You're smiling at watermelon. Your big move just turned out to be shit. He calls Eddie Murphy watermelon. And it goes downhill from there. From downhill, it gets worse. He calls black people darkies. It's... Oh, fuck this That's movie. That's why I'm dirty, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this movie. Fuck this Look, movie. It's... It's honest and up front because it's 82. You're talking about the movie in age. So I'm like, yeah, the movie almost 40 years old, Jeff. This movie's almost this movie's almost as old as me. I understand that. But what I'm saying is I I get what I can give you a second. It was 82, almost 40 years ago. Fine. But I can't get any enjoyment out of it now. I just it, I don't even know if I got any enjoyment then because I don't remember seeing it, but maybe two or three times. Like I said, I always seen another 40 hours more than this one. Yeah. I can't be too harsh about it because, you know, when they say the time, the time, the time was the time. Because I'm like, 
It's not like we didn't really get that much better until what the mid to late nineties. Because if you ever watched Lethal Weapon again for the you know you be like oh some of the stuff they were saying in that and even like the Van, even Van Damme in the nineties like, like watch Double Impact. That's in the nineties. I only watched that once ever. Yeah, think about that whole don't how to say this. It's some definite homophobia in that movie. It ain't like it came out in the 70s or the 80s. It came out in the 90s. So we didn't kind of like uplift ourselves till what? The 2000s? Maybe. So Yeah, a little bit after that. So I won't be too harsh. The funny thing is, I'm the same boat as you. I watch another 48 hours all the time. This is the first time I watched 48 hours from beginning to end. I have never, like I've seen bits and pieces, but I had never seen, seen it all the way before until this time and a couple things point out like it's amazing like you know it's eddie murphy's first movie role you can kind of tell because it's kind of like a little stuff is kind of like you can tell he's new but you can also tell he's a star like it's it just it's just unavoidable like him coming off the screen he just comes off as like you know i'm a movie star you gonna keep your eyes on me there's definitely chemistry between him and nick nolte yeah the chemistry is there yeah, whether positive or negative is a story for another day. It's definitely chemistry there. And look, Nick Nolte played the role <laughs> the best way he could. And for being somebody that's very unlikable, he was very good in that role. Uh, the he, funny thing is, he always like, plays Nick Nolte was role. great in the movie, but that movie role is trash. But he always plays this role, miserable white man. That, that's that's Nick it's, Nolte. It's, it's levels. Okay, well, racist. <laughs> Racist, yeah, miserable white man. It's like in other movies, like, like Blue Chips, he wasn't this bad. Mm, yeah, okay. Okay. Okay, you know, yeah. As he aged out, he went from basically old, angry white guy to old, real old, crazy white guy. Like, you see him now, like, Incredible Hulk or Angels Fallen. Like, that's his... Or his, It's funny even about Nick Nolte, because the last time I saw him was in The Mandalorian. Right. <laughs> and we just heard his voice. I've spoken. I was calling Mando a spear chucker. <laughs> uh, but I would say it's funny seeing the people like I hadn't I hadn't seen it before. So seeing some of the people in the movie, you know, um, James Remar, from the, war, from the Warriors, James Remar, Sonny Landon was like, oh, Sonny Landon, I remember from Predator. And, yeah. Um, best of the best, too. James Remar, I remember from everything. Going to leave Raiden alone. Oh, no. Why is that your go-to for him? Cut that shit out. Because I, I know how much it bothers you. Because you like going with gang. I'm like, no, we go, we ain't talking about Black Lightning, and we ain't going to talk about Dustin. We're going to talk about a role that you can't stand. Because you ain't like rating in any of the movies. And I know it bothers you. That's why I yeah. go that role. Uh, yeah, that's that's another topic for another day. But yeah, um, the movie, as far as, the like I told you before, I didn't know this movie was so short. Like, it was easy. It was hard to get through, but it was like quick. That makes any sense. Like I have to sit there, maybe because we've been watching so many two-hour movies <laughs> that this was, you know, just one dude. It was straight to the point. Yeah, it's ninety-six minutes, but it felt like it dragged for me. Really? <laughs> no, because the movie is uncomfortable at times, and it was like I started watching it, and then NXT came on. And then Bruce Lee came on. And then by the time they were both done, it's like, I really feel like staying up to watch. It's like, no, nah, I finished in the morning. So then I woke up. I was up like 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning watching the rest of this and just seeing Nick Nolte being a bigot and then trying to brush it off like I'm just doing my job. <laughs> I'm just doing my job. I had to keep you down. What? And when we play, so it's funny, like all the stuff we're going through now in 2020. And I think that's, that's why. Probably how cop, that's probably how cops sound now. <laughs> that's why I'm even laughing. I'm like, this came out 82. This could have came out last week. It really could have. It, it could have came on BET or whatever station you want to have it on. And I'm just like, yep, or Netflix. And I'll be like, yeah. Yep. Like, oh, they don't really talk like that. I'm like, if you watch the news, you come to find out they do. Some things ain't going out of style. So it might have been a movie that didn't age well in some aspects. But in other aspects, it's like it aged perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I, I think more of the times right now we we in 2020, so everything that's going around that I think that was a bigger you know also bothered me too. So it was just like ugh. And the the thing that really stands out 
is not just Nick Nolte. Boy, everybody's getting on Eddie Murphy's ass about being a criminal. <laughs> even though, even the black, even the black um, supervisor cop. Hey, why would, wait? Like, I don't care how loud she say. Speaking, speaking loud and confident don't make it right. That man had one role, and that was just to yell. Every what was wrong with him? He was just angry. You know what? You know how they had that stereotypical like loud black sergeant. He's probably started this shit. Probably, <laughs> it probably started with him because it's funny. Like you watch Loaded Weapon One. Um, with like Samuel Jackson and Emilio Estevez and they had that same character as like a spoof and it's kind of like it's always that role you got that loud black <laughs> sergeant or captain because it came up in Billy Hill cop they screaming and shouting and people, people being on people's ass and it probably started with this guy right here because every time he came on screen he is that a dirty guy and dad damn it you got 48 hours doing that shit I don't care about your black ass I was like Jesus you still a convict I was like, oh my goodness. Uh yeah. Um Yeah, let's 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 get the synopsis. We don't have to take all day with this movie. Ooh. So basically Jack Cates has forty eight hours to bring in two cop killers and enlist the help of a convict who has previous experience with them. That's it. Oh, and he gotta get his gun back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh question about that gun. I never saw your man uh, reload. Not once. Never saw him reload, but he was bucking off shots. That was off. Yeah, camera, the, infinity symbol in the clip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you gave me an answer. Let's just, uh, yeah, let's go into it where we started. It's, it's, it's funny. So you start the movie, they have a chain gang in California. Which was a thing, probably still is a thing. You see Albert Gans, played by James V. Marty, are working, and then some other pickup truck shows up. Billy Bear, Sunday Lando. Oh, excuse me, sir. Truck little quarter hog. See some water right there. And boy, just in case you think only black people do racism, it's like, oh, water. Don't you mean fire water? What you need, sitting bull? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be one of those movies. <laughs> just you know, start, funny. started like, off high. Watch like an old school movie, but, and the first time you watch it, like you don't have nostalgia. It's like, damn, they was racist as fuck back then. Yeah, that shit was over my head as a youngin. I don't know what I, I know. I didn't see Forty Hours at you know eighty two, but whenever I saw it, I know that shit must have just went over my head. Kind, kind of tall there, sitting bull. What you need? Looking for a TP? Oh, that shit. He just did frown like, I'll just come here, you know, get some water, sir. Face all frowned up. Then he gets in a fight with with Gans. And like, what the hell are you doing? He's a state prisoner. And they rolling around in the mud, fighting in the water and dirt. And all this distraction. They're partners. Because as soon as they get up, Gans got the cannon. Blow. Shoots one guard. Another guard comes. Blow. He gets shot. So all the prisoners are running. They run and escape. They call it in. And like, did you notice that call in? <laughs> Can you repeat yourself? I didn't hear you. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, this is not going to be six well. foot, a six foot fire Indian in a truck. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, boy, this is. I'm like, oh, it's one of these movies. So they wilded it. Hmm. I mean, the the funny thing is, the plan is slick because it's kind of like you. Know, oh yeah. Don't realize they working together. You see them fighting. It's like, oh, there's racist people fighting. You try to break it up. Boom, it's a setup. So, once they out, flee the scene. They start knocking off old people they work with. First person they knock off, Henry Wong. <laughs> Hello, Henry. Goodbye, Henry. Yeah, no, you're not getting too much screen time, Wong. Except for a picture. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, Bruce Lee, that's a gap. They didn't get filled for a long time. And this was not big trouble in Little China. So if you were Asian, it was tough sled between what the early seventies and the mid eighties. Yeah. If you weren't if you weren't doing kung fu movies, you weren't overseas. You wasn't getting no roles. Boy, did Bruce Lee's uh, doc, uh, documentary last night shine a light on that shit? Oof, yeah, they had a rough. That's why I'm mad. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Now, 
Oh boy, that just oh. really that you know that just really pisses me off. <laughs> just ah, <laughs> that scene. I wish they could just X out that scene. Yeah. So anyway, you finally get to the hero of the story, Jack Cates, Inspector San Francisco. <laughs> Did you say hero? He he, the hero. I'm, I'm just doing my job. Flawed hero, I guess. Got this goddamn street clean. You know, all these color people out here doing their shit. <laughs> yeah, they're out here. Goddamn it. Oh, man. This shit is insane. And what, what was the dynamic of him? And, well, we'll get there. Go ahead. So he's there with his co workers. It's kind of like, it don't seem like he's likable. Okay, his, yeah. His other partner's working like, oh, this asshole, Jack. He probably trunk. You'll probably slur somebody. So they out here to check out somebody called GP Polson, room 27. So Polson ends up being Gans when they get there. So it's like a standoff talking about, you know, drop your gun, drop your gun. And it's always a funny thing where it's like <sighs> movies have grown out of that now because they ain't the whole like cops ain't dropping their guns anymore. Hell no. Because it's like the whole thing is like, you know, you drop the gun and you shoot both of us. And now cops shoot first. And I don't know which I don't know. I think when stuff the nineties or the two thousands, like oh yeah, cops are surgical. They ain't no dropping nothing. They just plugging you. Probably the fugitive was the first time. Like the first movie I remember was like fuck all that dropping the gun shit. Yeah, I think you're right. Because what Sam Gerard said, I don't bargain. <laughs> he, <laughs> he whispered that shit. So oh, it's gonna hurt my ear. Tommy Jones is. Boy, talk about crusty old white men. Where was Tom Lee Jones in this movie? Ooh. So, ooh, ooh, ooh. You're talking about that. you talking about this movie going up a bit, not in a good way. Yeah. So anyway, Gans kills the partners, escapes with Billy Bear, and got Jack's gun. And apparently, taking a police gun is a big thing because, like, I could just start shooting people with, with his gun. And people, what are they gonna think? He doing it? It's like you already know the gun stolen. So I don't know what's such a big deal. He got my revolver. God damn it. Now I can't be a cop. <laughs> you get another gun issue. Like I'm he's like he's store. <laughs> Good God. They made a real big deal. Well, I guess it was like pre-forensics, and it's like maybe you can put, you know, but they don't like Jack enough. They figure like he's gonna start shooting people with the gun he don't have. Yeah, I didn't because even when, okay when he get back when he's going back to the precinct and the four or three cops are behind him just barking at him. Well, oh, how you let it happen? And did you do it? And I'm just like, wait a minute, there's too many voices going on. And then I guess this one actual friend he got, I don't even know their friends or not, but the one dude just keeps fucking with him. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, he took he he his gun is gone. What is y'all yelling at him gonna do right now? <laughs> it was just like what was all that going to do because all three of you were behind him yelling at him and his gun is gone so he's like probably gone in the head he's trying to trying to figure shit out and they just ah, 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 just a bunch of white noise in the background I, I don't know I didn't dig that part too much because I'm just like ah, that was too much but maybe that's how I was in the precincts I don't know god damn it Jack you lost your goddamn piece <laughs> that's out there in the street what the fuck you all do about it how we know you won't in on it? What? <laughs> oh God damn it! You know I would never work with a damn Indian. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is wild. It's wild. So, one of the cops that works there tells Jack about Richie Hammond that used to, you know, work with them, and is in prison. He had three years since for armed robbery. So yeah, because it's only him and it's only him and uh, the other guy alive right now. Um, him and Luther. Yeah, him and Luther. Yeah, let's talk about Luther, man from the Warriors, man from <laughs> man from Commando, Sully, man and John Wick. He got a face. Every time, you know what's funny? As soon as I saw his face, I knew exactly who that was. Yeah, I knew it was a man from the Warriors. That's why I like, know. Let's see, Patrick Kelly. I like that face is familiar. Like I, the funny thing is, I remember him from Commando more than the Warriors because I saw Commando first. I saw Commando first, but I always go back to Warriors because it's you know that scene Warriors. That's all I always remember when I see his face. They out here trying to get that money. He's like, "Hey, Luther, where's your money at?" I don't know what you're talking about, man. I got no money on that. They ready to shoot his damn girlfriend. <laughs> all right, <laughs> he went from I don't know nothing. So I can get it on Monday. 
shit get real when uh you, somebody messing with they let you know you love somebody. Oh, back in the Monday, I swear they like, all right, we'll keep the girl. No. No, they don't trust you. You're a liar. You're a criminal. No. Hey, that's got. We that, love his girl, so that's one thing. Yeah, that's got to be a hurtful feeling because you don't know what they doing to her for those that weekend. It's just like, ugh. And you know, that's the difference between a fake villain and a true one. Because you remember Casino Royale, the chief, when yeah. they roll up in there, he gambled money away, and the um, warlord ready to chop, you know, chop off her hand, and he didn't say shit. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, was like, yeah. You need to find a better boyfriend. He's willing to let me chop your damn hand yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. And she still stayed around because it's like, you know, got that loot. Luther was down. He was doing all he could. Mm-hmm. Luther was down. Trying to do all he could to save his girl. So, keep in mind, it's 25 minutes in until we get Eddie Murphy. That, that was a lot of time, but I, I think I understood it. They wanted to get, you know, basically... Let's get the story. Then we'll bring them in and ride it out with them. Mm-hmm. It's like this is the first time a lot of like Eddie Murphy by the time with like Mr. Saturday Night Live. But oh. this is like his thing to the big time. Like this is his first movie. Oh so yeah. He's in the, you know, prison. Roxy! This <laughs> thing in Belton with the Sony Walkman on. No, 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 no. Fuck all that shit. We all know about that shit. Now, you know what I want to know. Fuck, he got a lazy boy in the cell. That ain't some shit you see every day. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't got to answer some mind my business. Okay. Because right. he got why he got one in there. The same reason he got a damn Sony Walkman in there. Uh, that nineteen eighty two. That thing probably costs like four hundred dollars. They don't let you have fucking lazy boys in prisons. What's going on right now? I didn't. I didn't know they let you have Walkmans in prison, but I haven't been in prison in a while, as in never. So I'm not questioning people get lazy, boy, like a whole thing. Just because Beans didn't have one in state property, <laughs> don't mean everybody else can't get one. So you saw your man from, uh, what was the movie we watched? Shit. Cradle to the Grave? Yeah, he had that old, no. Shit. No, no that's not. There with the damn prayer rug and had a refrigerator and <laughs> lobster and shit. <laughs> You get on Reggie Hammond because he had a recliner. That bitch had a, a, a lazy boy recliner like it was just nothing. Oh, everybody got these in jail. Oh, you just hate, like I said, here you go with your answer. <laughs> Cut that shit he out, man. He already in the belly of the beast. You can't let this man be comfortable. So he <laughs> And you know, Jack Cates shows no love for no cop. What's, what's going on, criminal? I'm trying to find somebody. He's <laughs> like, what the fuck are you asking me for? And it's kind of like they it's funny, it's called a buddy cop movie where it's like they ain't buddies till the end. Barely. Barely. At the very end, where it's like, you know, I gained your respect, you gained mine, and I'm gonna let you keep your money because I don't roll that way. But it's always to the very end of the movie. Yeah. It's kind of like it's a buddy cop, like Fast and Furious is a buddy cop, where it's kind of like Diamond Toretto and Brian O'Connell don't really like each other to like Fast Five. Yeah. And see, that's what I was saying to you because when I talk about Money Talks, I'm not talking about as far as movies and, you know, who starred in it. I'm just saying the story and the comedy is still, you know what I'm saying, it's, you can still laugh and find fun with it. Well, this one's kind of hard. That is true. And also another thing, the difference is, that movie is kind of like businessman and scammer. So scammer and scammer dynamic. And this one's cop and criminal. Like most money cop movies are cops. Cop and cop cops. cops. Yeah. This is like cop and criminal. He's like, oh, what you gonna do? Act like I guess life ain't good for you, convict. Looking out at me. At least I ain't the one in jail. Look, and he like, look, man, I'm about to get out six months. I ain't trying to mess up my shit. Leave me alone. Blah, blah, blah. Guess you don't care about gangs. Gangs? Fuck you. Like, he, now he get mad. Like, fuck him. So as soon as he dropped Gans' name, he went from chilling my cell and do my six months time to let me out, get me out here. Why the hell should I let you out of here, you conflict? Because <laughs> if you want to get Gans, you're going to need me. You sure? If I need you, you know, you're so damn smart, you're going to be locked up, would you? You fucking animal. <laughs> oh, Jack, get me out of here, man. <laughs> oh, God. It's just, this dynamic is, is hilarious because Eddie Murphy 
just shits on Nick Nosey the entire time he got when he ain't smooth talking. And Nick Nosey is based like he's on his green, the beginning of Green Book. Shit. Uh-huh. Nick Nosey has his foot on his throat from the beginning almost to the end. Like, I'm just going to keep you down no matter I'm, what. I'm going to let you help me. Don't act like I ain't Abraham Lincoln. Don't think this is all emancipation. <laughs> You're still a goddamn convict, and I'm not gonna let you forget that shit. Goddamn it! I'm just doing my job. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm just doing my job. So they get a 48 hour leave, so he can help him. So the whole thing is, he get 48 hours to help him, and then he go back to jail. He don't get no time off. He don't get no reward. No nothing. None. Hey, motherfucker ain't even get a meal. The only benefit he is, it's like once he find out Gans is out, because he's like, oh, Gans, Gans doing more time than me. I'm supposed to out before. I'm like, nah, that ain't how I worked out. He broke out with a goddamn Billy Bear engine. And the only reason he, the main reason he helped was like, oh, if Gans out, Gans going to get my money. So I got to protect my money. Yeah. So that's why I got to stop Gans. But Case doesn't know that yet. So, yeah, so basically come to find out Gans Billy Beer, Luther, Wong, and Reggie robbed a drug deal of $500,000. And the money in Reggie's car. All that time. We, you know what? We'll talk about that money in the car thing at the end. But yeah, that's just a hell of a place to have it. I mean, it was fine then, but afterwards, it, it definitely should have been moved. Mm-hmm. So, so they find out where's Luther hanging out. It's like the scene you play, so I'm going to go to Luther's hideout. Reggie find him in the car. I'm like, oh, Luther, what's going on? I thought you were going to skate. So he's you better cut that goddamn gun down. I'll plug you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, so much for partners. This is not this is not Riggs and Murtaugh. So, oh, boy. This is... Oh, shit. Uh, he was like... This is, you know what this is? This is that uh, the guard that was in life. The white guard that was in life, if he didn't have a heart. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like, you got him helping you out, but it ain't no real help. It's like, just remember who you work for, boy. Exactly. A whole bunch of boys throwing around, like, oh, you're out there, got a $500 suit. You're still a low life. Talk Water- about your style. Watermelon. Watermelon. <laughs> Call in the 80s. I'm like, fuck, that's insane. You know the funny thing about slurs? They haven't evolved. No, no. From- People were using the same stuff they was using back in like the 1800s. Monkey, uh, watermelon. The most updated stuff is like Jim Crow stuff from like the 40s and 50s. It's 2020. You ain't come up with nothing new. We come up with something new every week. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm saying, we come up. Y'all can't come up with some new stuff and the fake stuff. Y'all be still like, oh, boogaloo. I'll take what? A, I'll take a title from breaking and use this like white supremacy nonsense. Y'all goes also damn corn. Y'all gotta, y'all, y'all gotta steal y'all slurs from our culture. <laughs> what was that thing that uh, Dave Chappelle did when he was the blind racist? Boogie boogie. <laughs> oh God. What? <laughs> <sighs> Mm-hmm. Autumn is in the air. The pumpkins are in the patch, and our friends in the manscape are here to make sure you don't carve your pant pumpkins when you're grooming. If you know what I'm saying, make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the two million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off. With free shipping with the code JVTWHC. Fellas, with Halloween season coming, the last thing you want to do is scare off the ladies with an unruly pumpkin patch. That's why it's time to bundle up with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker air and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. First off, the new Performance Package 4.0 includes the new lawnmower 4.0. If you're looking to cozy up this fall, this trimmer is essential. Their fourth-generation trimmer features the cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin-safe technology. It also gives you the ability to turn on the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave, plus it's waterproof. 
Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker. Chop your worst weeds up top of your nose and air. This nose and air trimmer uses a 9,000 RPM motor power, 360 degree rotary dual blade system to provide propriety skin safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Seal the deal with Manscaped liquid formulations. The crop preserver ball deodorant, because everyone knows pumpkin spice lattes and ball deodorant go hand in hand. Then after trimming the pumpkin patch and whacking the leaves, give your balls a boost and use Crop Reviver. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to the Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped boxers and the shared travel bag. Get comfy on the home and on the go this season. Get 20% off free shipping with the code JVTWHC at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with the code JVTWHC at manscaped.com. Make your brows a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. So the whole stuff with Luther, they decided to lock up Luther. Because it's like, he ain't talking. He's shooting first. It don't matter what Reggie say. It don't matter what Jack say. So it's like, all right, where we going to go? Let's go to Torchies. Billy used to be a bartender there. Which is hilarious. Billy Bear being a bartender at a red, at that redneck ass bar. The only thing, I, you know what? And that's and the only thing I can think of. Okay, he was what six five, six whatever. He was that big. Ain't nobody fucking with him. They can talk all this shit behind his back, but ain't nobody fucking with him up front. So they'll probably it's probably like the uh, junkyard dog thing. Oh, they'll fuck with you. You know, <laughs> we'll fuck with you in person and stuff like. But behind your back, yeah, we talking this shit. So it's like then they make a bet. Oh, so you think you can handle it on your own, huh? You think you got style and clarity? You, you can talk your way out of her? I'll let you try. So they make a bet saying if he can get information out, then let him get some. Tr- oh, I need some trim, man. <laughs> need them cheeks. <laughs> Talking about you probably can't even get. You've been pretty probably get hard, man. I get hard. The wind blow on me. This whole thing is they making a bet if he can get some information, he'll let him go get some cheeks, some trim, some what's that, magumbo, sex. <laughs> Look, man, when man said he got six months left, he he got to ride it out, so he needed that little magumbo. Yeah, burst. We need to bring that back because Coochie sounds childish. What Coochie? Yes, I get man I'm like. Why we why did we bring that back? It was corny when it was out. Who brought that I, back? I only hear cheeks and yams now. Who, who no. the fuck brought back coochie? Um, yes, you know who? We friends with him. <laughs> I hate to see him say coochie. Yes, that's the main thing he said, <laughs> and it hurt me to death. And he and I told him I was like, "Why do y'all like that shit?" Was corny when it was on house party, and that's the damn age. It's twenty twenty. Y'all brought that shit back. <laughs> Why don't y'all bring back corduroys? Corny. You know what? <laughs> Not get riled up, but yes. Oh, yeah, Trim's an old one. Magumbo, I never heard before. Yeah, that's a new one for me. So the whole bet is, you know, let him get some information. <laughs> He'll go get some. So they roll up in there. And this scene is like the most famous scene in the movie. And also the most unrealistic scene in the movie. Absolutely. Cause he is in here pretending he a cop, just beating up people. I hate white people. I hate rednecks. <laughs> but it was great to me as far as the black person watching it because it was just funny. Yeah, but we know it ain't realistic. I hope people know that shit ain't realistic. Can I get a drink? Hey, what do you want? A black Russian? Ha ha! Black because I'm black. Get your ass. <laughs> <laughs> He like it's a new sheriff in town. So you trying to interrogate. Anybody seen Billy Bear? Six or five Billy Bear. Oh, you can't speak? Where the fuck you going? Oh, I'm on parole. Get your ass against the wall. And this is my run. Jack knocks him down. Well, I'm just a concerned citizen. I'm just trying to help out, officer. <laughs> uh, so they find out Billy, you know, last time Billy hadn't been there in a while. But, you know, they find out where his girlfriend at. So they roll up in the girlfriend place. Gun in her face. Yeah, they won't play. I'm looking for Billy Bear. You don't tell him where he is, you're going to get this bullet. Boy, 
People wonder why they're trying to defund police departments. Watch 48 hours. You'll figure that shit out. <laughs> Kate's just pulling up at Beaver Houses with the pistol out. Pistol out. It's like, I'm seeing a badge. Oh, that's a fake badge. This ain't a fake gun. Where's your badge? I ain't got no bad cop. Oh, because, yeah, while Kate's running around with a gun in people's face, ready to catch in a damn bat from, his, from the girlfriend's roommate. She hit the shit out of him. It was like, damn. See, I see a black person. Y'all, y'all gonna club him like it's a softball, like it's a curveball over the plate. They did not want Reggie Hammond black ass in there. <laughs> oh, so the other half of the bet was if he didn't get information, he would tell him what's really going on. Because Jack was like, why you really? I know you ain't helping me just to help me some bullshit. I ain't hiding nothing, man. You know, you niggas always lie. He's really sound his breath. So then he finds out about the drug money they got and it's you know in his car. It's a slick car that would been like slicking like when it came out. Yeah. But you know, it's a different time, different era now. I mean, I'll be seeing people riding them cars now and here in, in the city. Vintage. Vintage ride. So so instead of them splitting the money like they're supposed to, Gans so Reggie out. That's why Reggie got locked up in the first place. Hell, he was thinking and trusting. He, he was trusting too many people. You can't have too Look, many cooks thought, in the kitchen. They thought it was like they thought it was like Die Hard. It was a multinational criminal organization. Oh no! Well, unfortunately, Die Hard wasn't out yet, so it wasn't one of them. <laughs> a, a black guy, Native American, three white guys. No, and an Asian guy too. Yeah, he still had too yeah. many cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like I don't trust none of y'all colors. Pretty much. Except for the red one. And I ain't too sure that he would have wouldn't have shot him eventually. Yeah. You know, what's better than a hundred thousand dollars? Five hundred thousand dollars. Right. Forget all this splitting up stuff. So the whole thing is like they trail so he's telling the plan, they trail Luther and you know, figure out where you know, they're like Luther gonna take the car and they go ahead and escape. Like follow Luther, follow the money. Okay, do they have a fight before this or after this? I wanted. I thought it was before this. I thought it was after they after they left the apartment. They were you know they were talking and he was because they were walking back to the car. Yeah, so it was yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. So they were walking after the apartment. They getting some argument about something. Something about oh you know why doing nothing and you can't do this, can't do that. And it's like oh you want to shoot the fair one and like that. And that's when cases like oh hold on I got it. Oh, go ahead and play it. Crook on a weekend pass. You're not even a goddamn name anymore. You're just a spear chucker with a number stenciled on the back of his prison fatigues. All right, I'm through fucking around. You tell me the truth or you're going to get the living shit beat out of you. Are you going to kick my ass now? I think you lost your mind, Cates. Why don't you <laughs> put your gun back in your holster and get your car and let's go. I'm serious. I'm not in no mood, and I'm just going to end up fucking you up out here. This is going to be embarrassing to you and the police force. Let me explain one thing to you, nigger. I fight dirty. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, I'm laughing. Because you... It's so weird that you hear the hard the hard R. And he said it so casually. Casual. And then just, and then just start fighting. Casually. I, I fight, fight dirty. <laughs> and I and the funny thing is, I remember you sent me that clip, and I just shook my head. But when I saw the movie, when I was watching the movie, saw it, I just started laughing. <laughs> Cause it's just so. <laughs> Imagine watching that in 2020. Nick Nolte was just we talking about Stone Cold being smooth with it. He went nowhere smooth as Nick Nolte. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Cause he said it right before starting a fight. <laughs> Yeah, Stoko was just trying to uh, antagonize somebody. Nah, Nick, Nick Nolte was like, I'm going to punch you right after I say this shit. Nick Nolte was on some Shinakuma levels when it comes to like casual racism. <laughs> like he said that his power bar filled all with the level <laughs> and stayed there. So anyway, they have a fight. And this fight is extended. So Jack has the advantage of strength. Reggie has the advantage of skill and stamina. And yeah. they're going back and forth. And, you know, first Jack getting a few tags in there, Reggie tagging the shit out of him. Jack getting tired. Jack tried to throw a trash can at him. <laughs> then Jack rushed him. 
Got and then like you know that whole Raider offense start hitting him in the gut over and over again, and then the cops came. And a running joke in this movie is Jack Casey doing stuff. He about to get his victory, then the cops show up. I'm a cop, goddammit. Put your arms up. I'm too damn tired. <laughs> and it cracked me up where it's like it happens like twice. No, three times. Yeah, because it, it happened in the beginning. It happened in the beginning. It happens this scene, and then it happens later, where he about to do something, either good or bad, and the cops stop him. Because like this old this bastard can't be no cop. Like I'm a cop. Sitting there in the car arguing, looking all tired. Then he get him a sandwich. Was it a sandwich? He got him something that like the next morning, like he was in the like they slept all night in the damn car. Oh, let's not forget before um they left, he punched him in the face. He stole him again before they drove off. Oh man. It's like, yeah, buddy cop movie. Shh, my ass. They real buddies. So yeah, so this happened because the next morning they find out about, you know, Gan. They find out about Luther. Like, oh yeah, the tells him a story about it. Money's in the car. So they track Luther. Luther shows up, you know, at a station. Gans is there to get the money. Then Luther's like, oh shit, I recognize that cop. So they so they run. Luther, you know, Gans escape, Billy escape, Reggie chasing Luther, and Jack go to the police station. Nobody got nothing. And keep in mind, somehow Gans and Billy Bear got a bus. Like they like this is speed. <laughs> They kidnapped a bus and just got her on the bus. Like, yeah, you got my <laughs> like riding around. You don't have my money. I'm gonna drop off at the station with a bus. I'm like, how the hell are they still a bus just riding around the city? Nobody knows. Why? They got Native American driving a dude that got a girl at gunpoint <laughs> on a bus. Chill out, man. Chill out. And nobody else on the bus. You tell me. I mean, San Francisco just chilling like that. It's like, oh. Must be the express line. The same thing with the fucking lazy boy. We can't get, I get no answers for that shit. He just riding. They do say it's like, oh yeah, bus was stolen. And just leave it at that. <laughs> I don't see nobody after it. Mm-hmm. So Jack's at the station. He getting them jokes. First you get how out by the captain. Tom, bro. You ain't got, what the hell out there? Da, 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 da. 48 hours, you didn't do shit. Hey man, you shouldn't be talking to him like that. He's a good cop, man. He's out here working. Shut up, shut your ass <laughs> Shut your black ass up. <laughs> your ass? And then out there talking to him, oh yeah, heard you called a beatdown from a soul brother. I heard you caught a beatdown from a soul brother. White man to white man. <laughs> now you, this is what they think about you. Like I, he was telling us. Jesus. I asked you to see what I did to him. He's like, yeah, all right. I see you though. Is that dude supposed to be his friend? Because he, he seems like he's his friend, but he fucking with him a lot. Then that's definitely his friend, considering how we be cracking jokes on each other. No, you don't. Only friend, only, so you got to be a friend of a white man to be joke, making them type of jokes. And I, heard brother, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, shit. <sighs> so he eventually get a call. He's like, oh, yeah, you know. I track I track Luther down. Let's meet up in such a place. And that's when they get here and apologize. Or, you know, before we go in, so I apologize. You know, the watermelon, spirit checker, nigger stuff. I didn't mean any of that. I'm just trying to keep you down. <laughs> I'm just doing my job. What? Trying try to keep you down. Just doing my job. Somebody put that in the script and wrote that. It's like this was a learning moment. Like, this is just. It was just his job. And justify why he's being a racist dickhead by even 80 standards. He was racist as hell. Yeah. This is like, way past Archie Bunker in the 70s. This like if Archie Bunker was in the 50s. Spear Chucker? Uh, no, no he, uh, in the darkies thing, I just remember what he said when he was talking about cars. He, he said, I, I thought you darkies uh, didn't like uh, European cars or some shit like that. I was like, what the fuck? He was running down the entire movie. Even when he wasn't calling slurs like, oh, you know, talking about you got style, got a $500 shoot, show like a low-life piece of trash. Yeah, he was racist. I don't give a fuck what the writers tried to do cleaning up at the end. Fuck and, that. And then Reggie's like, all right, since you want to be Abraham Lincoln all of a sudden, this is girl over here I'm trying to knock down. Knock in the hotel. Oh, 
This is how much trash Reggie is. He hollering at this girl, talking about, you know, I'm trying to get them cheeks. Oh, he's ready to scale. In the next 20 minutes. You can't ask me better than that. Look, I need sex. All right? <laughs> um, let's go in that hotel room across the street. You got any yeah. money? Yeah. <laughs> you can't, she, what'd she say? You can't even pay for the room? <laughs> You know what's hilarious? Can you know, that like you talking about the racism? You man, just come out now. Oh, this a man mo- oh, Twitter would be insane. About, Let me get some cheeks, but can you pay for it? Can you? I can just see female Twitter going insane, especially black to female Twitter going insane black about this movie. Twitter. See, because they get mad at you, you call them females, like you a damn Ferengi. Black woman Twitter, because I respect women. I'm like my co-host. Black woman Twitter. Yes. Sorry, apologize, woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I stand corrected. See what? Yeah, them females. <laughs> Listen, at least, at least I got money for a room. Shit. <laughs> Female humans, as the Ferengis would say, would have a damn hissy fit, as they should. How you gonna approach a woman, be that damn directing crew, and can't even afford the room? Like, <laughs> I, I know sex. you got, you got if because guess what? If you had that much charisma, you wouldn't be in that situation. He had well, he had the charisma as far as she she was down, but she was just like, You can't ask me any better than that. He just was like, Give me some cheeks. That's pretty much what he was. Like. <laughs> hey, women always say they respect men who go straight to the point. So he went straight to the point. <laughs> Yo, I'm just trying to get at them draws. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I forgot all about that scene. He was yeah, he was up front. So he needs some money, so I got twenty five. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. All right, I'm about to have some sex. All right. God damn it. <laughs> like, he nice, but he ain't nice. So they about to go in there. It's like, oh, oh, we're about to go. That hotel right across the street. Okay. She was like, all right, fuck it. Okay. And it's kind of like, ooh, dating scene must have been tough. That's all it took. Yeah. She was an attractive lady. Mm hmm. I've Definitely seen her in something before. I can't remember what movie, but I know I've seen her before. Yeah, she looks familiar, but um, I can't picture. So, soon as they about to go do the, go get some mugumbo, they see Luther. I gotta go. Huh? What? They're running there. Jack's like, oh damn, faster than I thought it'd be. Luther's on the move. <laughs> so they chase Luther. Uh. Mm-hmm. So this one, Luther gets on the bus, <laughs> the speed bus. I got the money. Are you okay? Open up the jacket. Hey, wait, open, why up, open, up, open up both the pills. I ain't got nothing. Money. Oh, I'm counted. All right, that's cool. Blow. Shoots him. I told I you. No, no. He got. <laughs> get it right. Gaze got mad because he asked, "Are you all right?" I told you I wasn't gonna do anything to her. Yeah, you start, <laughs> do something. I'm gonna do something to you though. Blow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all he had to do was wait till they got somewhere to ask that question. <laughs> I told you I wasn't gonna do nothing. Goddamn, uh, game. What's wrong? What's wrong with Gamby? Gamby out here, all that control. I mean, that man been mad since the Warriors. <laughs> so it's a re- yeah it's like yeah they got a couple from the Warriors to the same director Walter Hill so oh, it makes God. sense yeah that that yep mm-hmm. so they have a, so they have a chase they escape again and it's like it's against police district talking about oh Jesus he just destroys them I stole a bus he'll do nothing he got this goddamn comic around us doing shit don't talk about him he's the greatest man I know he's got more guts. The 95% of people in this apartment. Shut your convict ass up. <laughs> He's like, say it, say it with confidence don't make it right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he basically did the, just because you shouting don't mean you you truthful. Oh, wait, I laughed my wait, ass off when he wait, said that. Wait, 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 wait. I'm just thinking about somebody tweeting stuff with so, with so much confidence and being strong in their conviction. That shit wrong as hell. <laughs> yeah, same with, same with conviction don't make it right. 
He absolutely right. It's just hilarious because people be out there <laughs> hashtagging the death and be ninety five percent wrong. All yeah, lives I'm matter. All lives matter. Damn it! Roll my goddamn chest. They get free to slaves. Damn it! He freed it because all lives matter. Hashtag all lives. Hashtag blue lives. Oh, shut your ass up. That shit ain't right. <laughs> uh, and this is hilarious because he went and dug in on both of them. I think as <laughs> as they were walking out, he was still yelling. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> So they leave. It's like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. And it's like, I'm sorry I let you down. Oh, you don't let me down. I tried. It's a long shot anyway. Now they all buddy, buddy all of a sudden. Yeah. It's only been a day and a half. <laughs> and they gone through so many. It's like, he was cussing at him from the moment he saw him. They got in a fist fight. He sucker punched him. Oh, because he gave him some money for some sex he didn't even get. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it just it, the shit just the shit just don't fly. I get it's a movie, but you know, yeah, okay, whatever. So anyway, so it's like, oh, maybe what Billy went back to his girl house. Oh, girl, you know, hate him or anything like that. It's like you know, you don't know how relationships work. You know, go back to your nest when you push come the show. And like a dummy, that criminal went back to his ex girlfriend house. Oh no, like, because Kate's um they were talking and Kate said something about you know I. He said, "What do you do to feel better?" He said something like, "Oh, I go back and see my girl, woman." And he said, you know, and I, no, yeah, J- uh, Eddie Murphy said something like that. And then yeah. he was like, Case was like, yeah, uh, maybe we should go back and check uh, Billy Bob, uh, Billy, was it Baby Bear, whatever the Billy, fuck. Billy, Billy Bear. <laughs> Billy Bear's uh, <laughs> girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get their idea. I'm making fun of Billy Bear for actually doing it. Oh, well, she was down. She was a real down one. After she kicked him out? I think that was a lie. That's what made me, that's what made me feel like all oh, that was a lie. Because why would you go back? Mm-hmm. But my whole thing is, why go back to the girl in the first place? Because like the girl ain't telling you like you know the spot hot. Because they thought they had got away. That's what I'm. I'm thinking he thought that they you know oh the the smoke is clear at her house because they ain't gonna suspect them now the way she acted. Let's go back there. And also by this point is like Reggie is like oh I guess, look what I got. You got a goddamn gun. I'm too uh, tired to argue. Keep it. Because <laughs> he has been taking everything he's been getting previous, like the knife and the other gun. So he's just like, fuck it, whatever. Keep this shit. Yeah, let's go ahead and do something. <sighs> he's like, so, oh, anyway, he's like, oh I guess there. I'll just take you back now. <laughs> Nick there, get to the girl's house. There's a whole thing. Billy's there. Gans is there. And Reggie yeah. got the gun on Billy Bear, and Billy got the smile, and he got a predator. And then pull out the same knife he had in Predator. Jesus. And he out there smiling, he just walking like you ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah, because he's shaking with the gun. He was like, oh, shit. Yeah, put the, put the knife down, man. <laughs> like, his voice was shaking like he was Chris Tucker and um, rushed out. <laughs> and shaking, and then he kept rushing him, then he shot him, then shot him a couple times. I think Gans was in there getting cheeks because that girl was booty ball naked. Mm-hmm. Gans like, what the hell? <laughs> they bounced out. So they all chasing them. And Gans set up the home alone track for Reggie. Oh, boy. Room <laughs> <laughs> sick, a two by four. Oh, Trash. no. It was some. Um... Yeah, so he took over there. his lights in there. He was never going to be the one to do nothing with me. I got one more thing to handle. I got your man. Come out here. And Jack's showing out here like he cleaned his wood. Like, yeah. It's all over. No win for your hair. He's like, you talk about Reggie's like, go ahead, shoot him. <laughs> so what Jack do? Shoots him. Hey, what the fuck you doing, man? I was bluffing. <laughs> and then he shoot him like the arm. And Gans was like, can't believe you shot me in my arm. And like, now I can't bowl. Yeah, like, <laughs> he really got bad. Like, he, he, he never thought he was going to get shot. So he shoots him like six more times. That first shot that he was just, he was just amazed. Somebody finally uh, shot him. What type of bullets that you got to shoot somebody six or seven times? The bullets on, the, the bullets that, on, the same bullets they use on Duck Hunt. That explains how 50 cents is still around. 
That's also true. You get shot nine times and you don't even got a lip. Uh-huh. They can't aim in the hood, I swear. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> No one, no one. They put auto aim in like Resident Evil. God damn it! In too deep, Call of Duty. In too deep, told us everything we needed to know about aim. You either got it or you don't. Basically, so Gans is dead. Billy Bear is dead. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead, drop you off with the, with your girl that you saw. So he finally get them cheeks. He's like, all right, I'm gonna use some money. I ain't no call girl. Oh, all right. So nice. buy, buy something nice for yourself. I'll see you in six months. All right. Bitch, what? <laughs> I'm gonna wait six months. How much? You know, you know, I don't brag on my dick, but you know, let's see, let's see, premium. Oh, this a bronze, it's, it's a bronze it. <laughs> I, I you know what I guess I guess he told her the whole situation. Cause the way he said it, like I you know, I'll see you in six months. And she just like smile, oh, okay. I don't know. Me laid the pipe down. That's all you needed to know. Mm-hmm. So, then you get the money. It's like, all right, I'm gonna let you keep your money. I ain't that where I ain't gonna take nothing. <laughs> this friendship just came out of nowhere. But he gave him loan for a Cadillac when Reggie gets. Yeah, up. when you get out. <laughs> funny how and that it's funny, and it's funny. It's kind of like you know the whole thing is like because five hundred thousand dollars. You ain't gonna talk my money. Nah, the money should. You're just gonna. I'm just gonna watch it till you get out. Cause I ain't that tight. Like yeah, I'm a bigot, but I got a cold. Yeah, like Clint like Clint Eastwood. Like it's your money. I don't like the way you got it, but fuck it, I'll look out for you. Oh, cause guess what? I mean, we can make fun of him. Luke Hobbs wasn't like that. And Fast Five, he's like, yeah, yeah, that's true. I ain't, made, I ain't gonna let you go. I ain't made that way. You twenty four hours. Money stays though. <laughs> he thought that money was staying. Yeah, he thought the money stays. He's like, yeah, no. Nah, I just worked with you till I got what I got. I'll be back when we started. He let him keep the money. He didn't have to. What Reggie was gonna say? Nothing. Yeah. He could have argued all he wanted. That wouldn't mean shit. True. Sent the wire. <laughs> so he was like, you know, all right. Make sure you're on the street and narrow and everything like that when you get out. Got my eye on you. Hey man, what you think you go? You think you better catch me if I don't? Why don't you give me my lighter back? Because that was the joke. He was always pickpocketing. He was bad at it. <laughs> he was bad at it. That's what the whole joke was. He thought he was smooth as shit. And they laugh off and they drive in the sunset. Boys are back in town. And I just sat here and I was like. I kind of give a side eye to people who love this movie a lot now. Because it's like, there's certain people that I won't mention names. They on popular shows and websites tell me how much of a classic this is. And I'm like, you must have you must have had that been there when it came out. I mean, because just because the shit's old and popular. What you say about nostalgia? What's it, what you always say about nostalgia? Nostalgia is a lie. Yep. And, and, and also... It is nearly impossible to have nostalgia when you're black. This is that that one that quote right there was one of the first quotes I ever heard Shahid say, and I'm just like, "Damn, he got a fucking point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got a we, fucking point." We swear it was better back in the day, and I'm like, "No, the fuck it wasn't. <laughs> we just think we just think it was because we ain't had bills yet. You may have you know? this a love for the movie, but yeah, it ain't." Nostalgia. Yeah, this shit it was popping back in the day. No, it wasn't. Nah, I pay, the pay the payphone era, the crack the crack era was popping. Y'all y'all missed the A's era because I don't. Y'all missed when you get called spare, spare chuckers, and it wasn't like it was a classical movie. It wasn't like this is like you know, brutes. I just think it need to be worded different. Like if you want to say, oh, this is my first, you know, I got to see Eddie Murphy for the first time on the screen like everybody else, and I love his performance. Okay. I, 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 so, yeah, that's fine. But this movie, find where the movie is based at? He being all bigoted in San Francisco <laughs> of all places. <laughs> just to show you that no matter where you are in America, it's still America. Of all like, places, San Francisco. San Francisco. God, listen here, watermelon. Don't you be acting all uppity. <laughs> I still left here. <laughs> I got quite dirty. 
This shit ain't right, man. This movie was, this movie was I'm surprised insane. some racist didn't put that in the yearbook as a quote. Oh, wow. Tick Brown probably put that Mr. Elite White. Oh, I'm sure. So, yes, that is 48 hours, and this is probably one of the quickest shows we've done because this movie was not long, and ain't like we're going to reminisce about the good old days of this movie. I don't know who picked it, but... There's Darnell. Darnell. Start some better classics. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and he has another one We'll do it at the end of the month uh, Beverly Hills Cop This is Eddie, Eddie Murphy month This is his month And this will be the last that much better <laughs> There's some, ra- some racism going on there It's like let's transport it Let's just transfer To Detroit Detroit To, to Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills So we got racism and snobbery yeah, that should be interesting. But the good thing is we don't have to do it quick. We can wait till the last week of the month to hit that one off. Uh, Darnell, I hope you appreciated us. Oh, that's who it was. Yeah, I hope you appreciated 48 hours. Uh, yeah, that was it from us. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Us getting called animals who don't have souls. <laughs> And now Darnell taking us to the good old days where we getting called spear chuckers by cracker ass technology. This shit here is. Oh, man. To keep you humble. (laughs) Sound like an SEC coach. Got to keep you down. Would you say Dabo Sweeney? (laughs) Damn. Because Jesus believes in humility and I'm going to keep you humble. Good God. Yes, that was if it was Dabo Swin, he definitely would have took Reggie's money. You don't need this money, convict. <laughs> I'm going to have to burn in hell before I let you get paid. Yes. All right. That was uh, 48 hours. Uh, we will get up out of here. Uh, this is the Patreon show, so basically, you know everything if you want to follow us. So, until next time, peace. <laughs>